Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, Seth Rollins is attacked by a fan on WWE Raw. The original plans for The Rock at Survivor Series have been revealed. We will tell you which one of WWE's released wrestlers had immense backstage heat. And new champions were crowned on Monday Night Raw. I'm Adam Wilborn. The Egg is now a 24-7 champion. And this is the news. All right, we're going to kick things off with the biggest story coming out of last night's Raw. Seth Rollins got a Attacked by a fan, like for real. Yeah. What the hell? So it came after a segment. Seth and Finn, they were in the ring, they were gonna have a match, but Seth just ended up beating the crap out of poor Finn Balor. What did he do to deserve that? Absolutely nothing. Seth's going to the back, and literally this guy jumps him, pretty mm. much. Tackles him to the ground. WWE caught it for like a second before cutting to a replay, so the production crew were on the ball. Uh, but the cameras did catch it for a brief moment there. Uh, they were separated, as we've seen from various clips uploaded to social media, uh, referees and other people getting in the way. Guy was taken to the back. It was all kind of sorted out. Seconds later, Seth was like on the ramp, like smiling and laughing and stuff. So he got back into character really quickly. Uh, presumably he's okay after going through this. Yeah, he's um, back at the end of the show, of course. Yeah, of well. course he was involved in the main event angles as well. So, you know, watching these clips online, there's one where like the fan doesn't just jump the barricade. He jumps the barricade like off camera and then runs like all the way around mm. the stage and like properly sprints to get set for whatever reason. Um, now WWE have issued a statement on this. They say WWE takes the safety of its performers very seriously. The individual who attacked Seth Rollins has been turned over to the NYPD and will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. This would be the second example of a fan trying to get involved in the show and trying to confront a wrestler. Uh, Chris Jericho, of course, faced somebody down until they were beaten up by Justin Roberts, of all people, <laughs> uh, at an AEW show back in July. You remember we covered that one. Stance is always the same. This is moronic. Yes. It's, what a unbelievably stupid thing to do you pay all that money to go to the show you jump the barricade you make yourself into just an example doing something like this and obviously the most important thing is that Seth is okay you yes. notice when the guy like kind of tackled him Seth immediately tried to put them in a face lock put them in a guillotine or whatever it was to just subdue them and mm. not do any damage to them at the same time but yeah I mean this was this was wild but I'm ultimately glad that it's been dealt with as with most things I'm team Lance Storm on this one yeah. who tweeted all about it saying yeah you didn't lay enough boots into him after you managed to drag him off Seth Rollins what an idiotic thing to do uh, look so stupid. I, I get it 
I mean, the, the Jericho thing was slightly different because I'm fairly certain Jericho was a, was a face by the time that fan train maybe sure. tried to jump the barrier and attack him. It's great to get that sort of reaction if you're Seth Rollins, for people being like, oh, you dickhead, why have you done that to, to Finn Balor? But no one should actually act upon it. You should yeah. shout and holler your abuse and make signs saying, oh, I bloody hate you. Yeah. But don't get involved in the action. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Dumbass. It's ridiculous. The, the, the invisible barricade and literal barricades. Uh, it's what this the whole thing's supposed to be. Someone's a villain. Terrifying as well, must have yeah. been. Because like you say, he comes running and uh, and fair play to Seth Rollins, like you say, not only for just immediately getting back into into character and continuing doing what he's doing, but then still, you know, having yeah. the confidence to go back out there. Because at the end of the day, not to be too hyperbolic, that bloke could have had anything. He could have had a knife, he could have had a gun. You know, we don't know. It's quite right that not only was he, you know, subdued, uh, maybe should have been subdued slightly more in my opinion, but he's been handed over to the authorities. And yeah, don't follow this guy's actions because it's literally the dumbest thing you can do at a wrestling yeah, show. It's, it's the exact same, what we said after the EW thing, isn't it? Just stupid, never do this. Uh, Glad it's been taken care of. I'm glad Seth Rollins is all right, as you said. Uh, right, let's give you an update with the whole The Rock Survivor Series situation. Lots of talk about this over the past couple of days. Obviously, Survivor Series was a big celebration of 25 years of The Rock. They were also promoting his new movie, Red Notice. Lots of video packages, but sadly no appearance from Dwayne Johnson. But Andrew Zarian, the brilliant Andrew Zarian of the Matt Men Pro Wrestling Podcast, has provided us with a bit of an update, uh, writing for Figure Four Online and the Wrestling Observer, that uh, he was apparently plan to show up uh, at the pay-per-view, but plans unfortunately changed in September. In July, The Rock was going to be at Survivor Series, basically, but due to promotion of the movie uh, and, and therefore filming restrictions for other films and quarantining restrictions that are sort of go along with all that, uh, they decided that he could no longer appear at Survivor Series in September, but WWE just went along with what they already had planned, just minus Dwayne Johnson, yeah. which I suppose they didn't, it's not like previous issues, let's say we've had at Survivor Series where they promised people would show up and then said, oh, what, a, he's been run over, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Like they- Ricky, they, she's at it again. Yeah, exactly, they didn't say The Rock's gonna be here and then he didn't arrive. I think yeah. a lot of people just saw Red Notice, The Rock, 25 years of Survivor Series, etc. Yeah. Uh, sure. and, yeah. And 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 put two and two and two together and got. Yeah. 22. Uh, at the same time, though, I think like WWE kind of made a rod for their own back with a lot yes. of this stuff as well. Like the volume of rock tribute stuff. Like they made him a protagonist on a show that he wasn't on. Like naming a battle royal after him and then like setting up having the Roman Reigns win and then kind of leaving like lingering a on it. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the, I think the the backlash they've received for this, honestly, even though they haven't, they are not backlash, but you know the what the hell yeah. that kind of reaction. I think it's kind of their fault. Don't lean so heavily into this thing. There's an easy fix for this, isn't it? And it's yeah. a video message from The Rock saying, Whoa. sorry I can't be there tonight, but thanks for the he lovely tribute. did and... that for Ken Shamrock's impact yeah. Hall of Fame induction. I'm sure he would have Just done say, it. Just say, oh, it's a quick you. message. <laughs> yeah. Well, Baron Corbin, you're a knobhead. Yeah. That's, the, that's all you need to do. And people go, yay, we got what we wanted, basically. Do you know who else is a knobhead in the eyes of the WWE locker room? Nice segue. Hey? Jackson Riker. Turns out he had a fair bit of heat when he left WWE. This is a report here from Fightful Select. Uh, Riker was obviously one of, what, like eight people who mm -hmm. were cut. Man, it was only like last week. This is crazy that they let, that they let a bunch more wrestlers go. Of course, Hit Row, John Morrison, uh, Tegan Knox, people let go. Jackson Riker, name on the list. Uh, but it sounds like, perfectful here, yeah, the word they use here is incredible. 
uh, backstage Jeez. in WWE. Um, this dissipated for a while and he tried to keep a low profile, uh, but the Wesley Blake and Steve Cutler were taken off television as a result of the tweet, you know what we're talking about, and then Riker ended up returning to TV before those guys seems to have lingered with people. It's rubbed some people the wrong way. Uh, like they got, Cutler and Blake, I guess, got like a level of residual heat for being mm -hmm. associated with him and the Forgotten Sons were split. All of that stuff, we've covered it before. Uh, one of Fightful sources stated that once it was clear that, Ry that Riker wasn't getting over this summer following his split from uh, Elias, and he really wasn't getting any kind of reaction, from the live crowd he faced a real uphill battle and there were actually some people in the company who um, were surprised that he actually lasted until this round of releases so he hadn't wrestled on Raw since like September prior to that he hadn't wrestled on Raw since July so really sporadic use he was mostly on main event up to that point he'd been with WWE for four years at the time of his release he's 39 years old uh, yeah look we've covered the, the the Riker tweet and everything else in the past our thoughts on that are pretty clear shouldn't have done it dumb thing to do using a situation as delicate as that exploiting racial tension to further a wrestling catchphrase as Kevin Owens called him out for real brain dead numbskull move you know, the thing uh, I think is often neglected when people discuss Jackson Riker, he was kind of bland. Oh, and yeah. Not particularly televisual and never got over to any particular level. And like, look, I don't want to see anyone lose their jobs under these circumstances. Budget cuts. It's all no, garbage. Exactly. But like, uh, the, the guy, the guy's kind of an ass and it seems like no one yeah. liked him. So yeah, there you go. Exactly. Like you say, we're never going to sit here and say, oh, this person should have been released instead yeah, of this no, on the wrestling. You shouldn't do that either. That's a dumb thing to do. Um, but yeah, I'm not surprised whatsoever by this this story coming out. Uh, he, yeah, sort of destroyed whatever push the Forgotten Sons were going to have. And then, yeah, like the fact that, that he was still around and getting pushed and, and doing his own single stuff whilst Blake and Cutler were just sort of twisting in the wind and then eventually were released. No great surprise that this has left what you said was residual heat for him. Uh, but regardless of all that, regardless of the fact that I wasn't a huge fan of him wrestling either, Best of luck to him in the future. Hopefully he can, you know, he's assessed what he's done, realises what he did wrong, and hopefully he can uh, can reappear on our screens one way or another wrestling again very soon. So best of luck to Jackson Reichert in the future there. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Monday Night We had, I think, what, four championship matches last night? Hey, by the way, congratulations uh, to Damian Priest retaining his title in where he's from. Because yeah. that doesn't really happen very no. often. <laughs> Biggie also defended the WWE Championship against Austin Theory in the main event, but we had two, three title changes, technically, I suppose. The 24 7 Championship went from Reggie to Cedric Alexander to Dana Brooke, so congratulations to her now. Uh, but the big change I need to tell you about is the uh, Raw, no, Women's Tag Team Championships. Uh, unfortunately, they are no longer held by Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. They are now held by Carmella and Queen Zelina. Uh, the story going into the match uh, proved that the heels were completely correct because they said, ah, Rhea Ripley's the strong link in this team. If we take her out, we can beat, beat Nikki A.S.H. really easily. That's what they did. Yep. They sent Rhea Ripley <laughs> into the post on the outside. Fair then point. they kicked Nikki A.S.H. in the head and uh, Queen Zelina hit her with the code red. One, two, three. After a 63-day title reign, unfortunately, that's it for Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. No word on yet as to whether they're going to split as a tag team. But new women's tag mm. team championships, a title I'd almost forgotten about. At least it's not an odd couple act, right? That would be yes. my main thing coming out of this. At least it's not, you know, we've had so many of those stories in 20. 
2021 that when a tag team that's not one wins the belts, it's like, oh, oh, wow, this works. Yeah, I mean, I know Queen Zelina and Carmella haven't exactly had like hundreds of matches together and stuff, but they do fit together as an act. Yeah. And like, they have similar Masks attitudes. Don't. Yeah, yeah I, Carmella's cane mask was interesting, wasn't it? That was a choice. Um, but yeah, sure, I mean, like these belts are kind of like, they don't get defended very often. They're not really presented in an important light. Uh, I assume they'll use this as a vehicle to split up Rhea and Nikki, maybe? We'll see if we head mm. in that direction, but hey. Hopefully this free Rhea's <laughs> up, Rhea up for a big title win, maybe a world title win uh, at WrestleMania because she deserves it and she's a strong contender to maybe win the Royal Rumble this year, I'd say. I hope so. Don't know what's going to happen with Nikki A.S.H., <laughs> but I'm not a huge fan of that gimmick. But it's not for me at the end of it's the day. It's for the kids. Exactly. The kids. Right, shall we move on to Twitter questions? At WhatCultureWWE, of course, if you want to get in touch with us. Uh, first question today comes from a regular contributor, Mark Solly, who says, Morning, my dudes. Thoughts on, thoughts on having another Nexus or Aces and Eights-like stable? If so, what promotions would you like to see them in? And what wrestlers? Uh, suggesting one in the NWA, uh, even an all-women one. What do you reckon about these sorts of things? I think that we need a bit of distance from this kind of stable um for a while at least because like you said in the preamble before we started recording we just had retribution and that was kind of a similar vibe albeit with just like when they did balaclavas and having silly names and stuff so yeah I, I i don't necessarily see a promotion today where that would be a good fit where that would necessarily work uh Let's let's leave this kind of storytelling for a while. The rebellious taking over from mm. within stable. It was great back in the day, but we've had enough of them, I think, over the past decade. Yeah, on the uh, on the raw review over the past few weeks, myself and the Dadleys have been sort of recapping the Aces and Eight storyline. We did the wedding, where of course Taz revealed himself to the be a member. The classic wedding. Is yeah. it hard near? Or is it me? He takes his jacket off and he's got the leather jacket yeah. on underneath, and then the Bully Ray reveal. Hulk. I fooled you, Brooke, I screwed you, or whatever you want. Or no, I used you and I screwed you. I think that's the quite quite right terminology. Pick whichever Hogan you want for that one. <laughs> uh, and you're never going to hear me complain about the Nexus because it's got my best friend, Wade Barrett, in. But I think you're absolutely right. Even if they wanted to do something in, I don't know, Impact. It's not going to happen in AEW. They're not going to do it in WWE anytime soon. I do like the idea of an all-women's one, actually, to be fair to Mark there. That's a nice suggestion, but I don't see it happening anywhere yeah. else. It feels like... We've got like a moratorium. Is it a moratorium? Is that the right word? I don't know. <laughs> 12 months, none of this bollocks, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, second question to today comes from Travis Zachary on Twitter, who says, who besides Austin Theory would you have preferred to have gotten the AEG slash title shot and why? Personally, Travis suggests, you might like this one, Andy, I would have wanted the return of Hardcore Holly so they could give him the belt and have him beat everybody. That's the best possible answer. I think... Look, from a, like a, a serious analytical point, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter because what did Austin Theory gain from that? He had a nine minute main event that he lost. And a got, selfie with Vince. And a selfie with Vince. And he got distracted by two men who weren't in the match having an argument. It's like this stuff doesn't protect people in the finish. It just makes them look like goobers. So he walked in. He theoretically got a rub by stealing the egg and being the segment with Vince. And then he lost and looked like a dork. Like, it did him no good. I don't think there's anyone good for this spot apart from Harper Holly. Because if you give him the belt, he will beat everybody. Yeah, um, we were suggesting on the Raw Preview podcast, What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from, uh, that the person who could have stolen the egg was going to be our truth because he thought it was made of chocolate, you silly bloody fool. It's not <laughs> Easter, it's Thanksgiving. Um, the only correct suggestion here is Titus O'Neil. 
because he deserves more appearances on TV because he's such a lovely bloke and I'd love now to him to get a title shot. Not the world title, obviously. Look, it's got carried away. 24-7 title. Titus Worldwide <laughs> Feud, hello. Oh, Statistician yeah, versus yeah. leader. LTST, long-term storytelling, baby. Nobody does it like the 24-7 division. Right, David. <laughs> David, I'm going to butcher your surname here. David Japuntich. Japuntich. David, thank you for your question. Sorry. May have sent, I don't want to be too hyperbolic, the best question we've had this year. Okay? okay. Ready, everyone. Get, I want you all to answer this in the comments. David says, if you could steal a priceless artifact from a Dwayne Johnson film that he carelessly given away <laughs> as a gift, what would you target? Danny DeVito. Does he, does he count as a priceless artifact? He is in my world. He was... He was, he was, can, he was... I offer, can I offer you a... Pr- <laughs> He was playing and I'll have you Danny DeVito at this trying time. In, in the last Jumanji film, he just plays like a frail character, like an old guy. I love and him. It's like, Danny, come in from the cold, stay here forever. Also, the flying horse from uh, from Jumanji. Why not? What am I on about? How do you like a taste of the good life, you sack? No, uh, <laughs> Cleary suggested from Jumanji, Karen Gilland. Gillum? 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 Karen, the ginger ones. Abs, or just her, I suppose. But I'm going to pick some the magic fish hook from Moana. Is it Maui he plays, where he can yes. like use it to transform? Imagine that. Look, imagine if I could just go three, two, one. Anything happen? Does that transform into anything different? No. No, I'm still just a <laughs> blanky, specky ginger bell end. Well, we can dream. That's why I'd like it. But let us know in the comments because I really like that as a question. Thank you for that, David. Uh, and let's finish up with today's and finally. Uh, and shout out to Romeo El Idolo on Twitter um, because there was a nice video posted. We've posted it. We talked about some bad stuff that happened in Brooklyn. Uh, but they all sang happy birthday to Randy Orton's daughter, which... After all the bollocks we talked about with stupid idiots jumping the barrier and attacking wrestlers, it's just a lovely gesture, yeah. so I thought we could end on that. Note. Yeah, nice. Nice to wrap a story, a video that began with some idiot fan attacking a wrestler. Nice moment. Cool. Look Good. at this. Yes. What a story we've told. Yeah. Could be, we could learn from it's us. It's like Lord of the Rings, but without goblins. But it's, it's like Lord of the Rings, but good. But like Lord anime Rings, version. With... The worst film series of all it, time. It's a re- have you read the, the cartoon, the manga cartoon? Honestly. I've... That it came from, that was written by Bleach. There's a lot of things that me and Scott Telford don't see eye to eye on, but this is number one with a bullet. He's got some Lord of the Rings sucks. He's got like a Gandalf toy doll. And... Lord of the Rings sucks. Mission Impossible is the greatest film tra- franchise of all time. Fight me comment section. Let the us know your... is better. <laughs> let us know your thoughts. Actually, don't let us know your thoughts on that, but let us know your thoughts on the stealing the rocks, precious gift stuff, and everything else we've discussed in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Dadly Boys sitting down to review Manin <laughs> And look ahead to NXT. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, later. Uh, you can also let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Watch there. Follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at, at Andy H. Murray. The H stands for hentai. That's what you watch, you tentacle. Is that the one with person. the pillows that they have? Pill- tentacle pillows and like. Wilkins. It's, a, it's a weird world. Honestly, this it's might get weird... the most comments ever on the news. I think it's like on Cartoon Network. At Adam Wilborn on Twitter. <laughs> at what called you WWE? Nickelodeon. Because it's tickling you with the tentacles. We know about this stuff. We do. My thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.